Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! You guys wear a lot of spandex and live together. Are you gay? I have to laugh. <laughs> Whew! Ugh. All right, back to back to back upstairs. Oh, you're late. You're late for a very important make. You didn't poop or shit or crap. You're late. You're late. You're late. What the fuck is happening? Boy. And just as long as I can remember to save this file at the end, we'll be all good. <laughs> I was trying to make a quote from the the, the Ninja Sex Party uh, comic pages I sent you about, like uh, his, about Santa talking about uh, Dan's like <laughs> awesome penis. But I can't remember the exact phrasing. Oh, it, it's uh, who would have known that a, a Jew with an awesomely f- or with a incredibly famous penis <laughs> and a homicidal maniac or something like Ew. homicidal ninja. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna go home and bang all of my wives. <laughs> so random that that just popped up on there i mean i'm sure wait oh t- first of all this is two broke geeks i'm matt i'm justin but this is totally and, in, in it because it's pages of ninja sex party's comic book that oh, I, I know need. but i'm saying it's totally random that it popped up on their um instagram feed in early march and then i realized well it probably took the artist a while to actually draw and then have colored the script. They do Christmas that... stuff all the time in comics, like in mid-January. Oh, sure. Like yeah. j- midsummer. Why not? Yep. Anyway, uh, that was that. <laughs> uh, anything, uh, well, anything this week? Because my week, I have mostly not done a ton. I've, I've a couple done things going some on. things. Um, as I was just explaining to you beforehand, uh, mm-hmm. We bought Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney okay. Plus because mm-hmm. William really wanted to watch it, so I watched well, of it course, today. It's dragons. And yeah, it's dragons. Will is a dragon kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually pretty good. Um, all right. It's definitely not top tier Pixar, Disney, whatever, but mm-hmm. it's it's pretty good. Uh, for okay. for the most part, I now am in love with Tuk Tuk, who is like this big. <laughs> Uh, armadillo hamster thing. He's just uh, he's just right. so cute. An armadillo hamster thing. And I'll appa- take it. And apparently he's voiced by Alan Tudyk, but he doesn't talk. He says like he has like a growl and that's it. I love when characters get um, actors that are pretty famous or pretty well known to do like grunts and growls and stuff like that yeah that it happens literally actually. uh oh what movie was it oh i can't remember that had just frank welker it oh you know what it is um this happened very recently this is why it's in my head uh a goofy movie 
Remember the scene in a goofy movie with Bigfoot? Oh, uh, Bi- yeah. Bigfoot doesn't have any lines, but he's just there and he makes a bunch of noises. That's <laughs> Frank Welker. <laughs> and Frank Welker, of course, very, very famous voice actor. And all he's doing in this movie is like... Yeah, literally Alan Tudyk's whole has one... Like, all he goes is... That's it. That's all he does. And I'm like, he's very adorable. He's a very adorable armadillo (laughs) bug thing. I Yep, I do love that. It's pretty good. But yeah, Um, overall, I mean, it's... Like I said, like, it's a decent film, like... Right. So it's really cool. They have a. It's a pretty much the cast is pretty much all of uh, Asian descent. Okay. It's which I like. It's very much I reminiscent. Can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a kind of reminiscent, a little bit of like Mulan, mm-hmm. um, but more fantastical. Like they built like a whole world where like uh, they're all brought together by this by dragons, but then the dragons are gone, and the their world gets broken up into five pieces and there's like these things called drooms that are like they're basically the nothing in never ending story okay as like weird like mist beasts that turn everyone to stone and Raya goes on a quest to get all these dragon pieces to bring back the last dragon and to defeat the evil cool yeah I mean, I'll probably watch it once it's uh, not available on premium, you know, once it's available just Disney Plus. Not because I don't necessarily want to pay to see movies, but because I'm poor right now. (laughs) Tell me about it. Uh, I like my parents for my birthday gave me like Best Buy gift cards and they immediately Mm -hmm. went went away. And so I'm throughout this month. It's just like. Five, at least five movies are coming are gonna be just showing up. What'd you get? What'd you get? Um, so far, what showed up today is a steel book of Django Unchained. Okay. And uh, what just came out a 4K of Dread with Carl Urban. <gasps> oh, <coughs> I just I went to make a gasping noise and almost choked <laughs> on my own spit. They ju- it just came out on 4K today. Oh, I haven't watched that movie in a while. Yeah, that I'm oh. watching that tonight. <laughs> Oh, that's a good choice. And then I have two more Tarantino films coming later this week. I think it's Pulp Fiction and Hateful Eight. And mm-hmm. then I have uh, I have the 4K version of Godzilla, the 2014 version of Godzilla coming at the end of the month. Nice. We're getting pretty close to uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Oh my god! And uh, like I have now pretty much muted the majority of. Godzilla conversations. Oh, totally. But mm-hmm. there's this. I I put it on Twitter. I'll probably download them so I can post them on our Twitter too. But mm-hmm. these two really cool posters just came out today, where it's just Godzilla and God. It's Godzilla and Kong like staring each other down like on a street. Nice. And it's just like on either side. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, and I'm like, I need these. I need someone to buy these for me now. Um, other than that, uh, I read some comics. I saw that you got, um, the Berserker. I fucking love Berserker. It's the Keanu Reeves book. Is it the first issue? Yep, first issue. Okay. Just came out this past week. Uh, Keanu Reeves wrote it. It's from Boom Entertainment, and, which Mm -hmm. surprised the hell out of me that Boom 
is attaching themselves to this. I was say, isn't Boom typically like a more uh, kid-oriented Yeah, it's imprint? a more... Yeah, they majority of their stuff, not saying they haven't done more adult stuff, but the majority of what they're known for yeah. is for young children. They make good... Bo- I've read some Boom books, but they are typically like... Uh, I think some of the Disney comics yeah. have come out via Boom... And uh, a couple of the other ones. Not saying they don't print good comics, but they're typically geared so that kids could also read them. It's and it is fucking nuts. I have. I think I might just have. To, I might buy you a copy because I think you <laughs> might enjoy it. What is it about? Uh, it's an immortal soldier. Uh, All right. And, the, and it's violent as hell. He's like a. Uh, it's basically he's a. Uh, I don't think they give him a name. But he's basically, it's basically Keanu Reeves and John Wick, but if he lived for 1,800 years. And That's nice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he's ba- the whole book is like, he's part of like a super, uh, he's like part of a SWAT team who's, br- they're going to take down like a king of a empire. And this is like 2018. Uh, and he just goes in and he like rips out a guy's rib and stabs it in another guy's eye. And I'm just Whoa. and like a guy like bites his nose off and he just like murders the hell out of him. It's wow, it okay. is violent and I love it. But it's like the whole story of like why is he al- been alive for so long? Like he he's like it's not that I don't want to die, it's that I want the ability to die. <laughs> it's yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. it's really cool. A very I strongly recommend. I also strongly recommend uh, Stray Dogs. Okay, what uh, is that's the one with the serial killer that yeah. kidnaps people's it's, dogs. It's after an image kills book, people, right? Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, it's an image book, and yeah, the whole book is, is basically the first issue is it follows a Shih Tzu, and mm-hmm. the art style is very much like Disney cartoon, like very <laughs> much like Lady in the Tramp style or like sure one hundred one Dalmatians, very kiddish. And the whole book is, the whole first book is the Shih Tzu wakes up in a house full of other dogs, scared, like, I don't know where I am. And the other dog's like, hey, it's okay, our master takes care of us, this is where we are. And it's like a super friendly, like, Mm -hmm. these are the dogs, this is where we hang out, this is the room with the most sunlight, and then we don't really go out much because there's too many cars and the master really uh, just takes care of us. And gives us food and this stuff. There's a couple rooms we're not supposed to go to, but whatever. And then there's brief moments, like the master shows up and sees the new dog, the new dog he picked up, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, are you scared, little buddy?" And like gives her uh, a towel where she sniffs the towel, and it immediately flashbacks to watching her owner get strangled by the man. Oh man, <laughs> it is pretty fucking cool um like i've said it before i've said it on my facebook the other day i've said it on all things as much as i love dc and marvel image mm-hmm. has the tendency to really pull me in with how different they'll just they'll just take ridiculous ideas and run with it sure yeah uh it's weird that you uh, are reading that book because um leanne and i we discovered on hbo max this show that was on tnt uh the alienist i think i talked about this last we week, talked about maybe? this last week <clears throat> well we we yeah. watched some more episodes of it it's really good it's um uh 
Got a great cast. It's Daniel Bruhl, Dakota Fanning, and Luke Evans. And then there's some other character actors in there you'll recognize. Uh, I finally figured it out last night. There's a character played by uh, the fella that was Buffalo Bill. In, oh, really? Yeah, he's uh, got a great big mustache. And he's, of course, much older now because Silence of the Lambs was 30 years ago. But he, it's him. Um and parts of it, it's super dark because the whole plot is this dude uh, that, well, the whole plot is they're trying to catch a serial killer that kills young boy prostitutes yeah. that dress up like girls so that the guys that go to them can pretend they're not gay, I guess. It's weird. It's dark. Uh, it's super well acted by everyone involved. So I still think that's worth checking out. I, um, I read another comic that made me hate DC so much. <laughs> okay, what'd you read? Okay, it's The Infinite Frontier. That's what it's oh, called. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I know. I've heard a lot about Infinite Frontier. I, fuck, I fucking hate this. Because <laughs> it's based, as, as it's been mentioned to me before and as I've read and stuff, it is supposed to be the fallout from all the future state stuff. Yep. So it's like branching off into these other worlds and all, all these the other multiverse things. shit. But the way they explained it in this is complete bullshit. Um, it's basically Wonder Woman's dead, and she uh, finds herself in front of a bunch of uh, terrestrial, extraterrestrial, or spiritual characters of mm -hmm. like the Spectre, the Question, a bunch of these people. Uh, and they're like, would you like to join us? And Wonder Woman's like, I don't know if I can. Like, the world is in all this peril, blah, blah, blah. There's an... Un I, I don't know what it is, but something bad's coming. And they're like, well, if you were to be... If you were to see what the world is like, and if you could recognize what it is and understand that the world is going to be okay, will you come and join us? And like, okay, yeah, let's do it. So the Spectre takes her on a journey through, I'm assuming, the multiverse and, like, traces of the future of comics. And it's, and it's just weird. I really... This is all stuff I'm not going to read, ultimately. Um, I appreciate what DC is trying trying to do where they're trying to make it all of this future state and metal and infinite frontier stuff is a really convoluted way of trying to basically say fuck it all these stories are just stories all we want to do is tell good stories and not worry about right. continuity but they're doing it in a way where they're trying to explain it using continuity which okay. is yeah. weird so, you know what i mean i'm going to we're going to break down this issue bit by bit because so you, well hang yeah. on i know the one thing they've done recently is they have basically explained that the reason everything has been able to happen since 1939 or uh, what was superman 38 1938 is that time is like stretchy and weird yeah. for the superheroes and that's why all the 
like some of the kid sidekicks have aged, but some of the other characters haven't. Why people have been able to die. It's all stupid and weird. All I want them to do is just write good stories. That's all I care about. All right. Well, we're going to break this down so you can see how ridiculous this sounds. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to go over Wonder Woman's whole thing. But the, the ending of it is what made me really call bullshit to the whole th- whole aspect. So they do like a bit with Stars and Stripes where mm-hmm. where apparently they're putting back together Stripes, old crew, um, the s- superhero, whatever it's called, with like Our Man or like not, not the Justice Society, but something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, so there's something that's like that. Then they have like a whole story about Clark's kid, Jordan, or Jason. Mm-hmm. Jason. It's Jordan. Yeah. Um, or no. No, no. Clark's kid is uh, Jonathan. Jonathan being Superman, but then the Spectre saying, you can't let him become Superman. He will lead you down a dangerous road, and he will be the end of everything. Like, yeah. It, like, But they don't go too much into it. It's because he... And they worded it so stupidly. It's like, his dad was the man of tomorrow was the man tomorrow but he has to be the day of the the hero of today and i'm like that makes no sense <laughs> and yeah your your face of confusion is just exactly what it is yeah i just realized i'm making all these confused faces on an audio yeah. format but it's okay because i'm yeah. i so then okay. uh then there then it does a little bit with the green lanterns where uh simon and John are bringing a new teenage, a new child lantern that's uh, to Oa to learn. Yeah, a child lantern. Oh, fuck. They don't explain how. It's just like how they're like, we don't know how this kid became a Green Lantern, but she's a Green Lantern. Um, So there's like a little bit with that. And then I have to remember everything because like, oh, I know I saw the panel because it was a great big deal. And a lot of people were actually happy about it. That Barry, I guess, is going off to traverse the multiverse and put Wally back as the Flash. So, yeah, they there is a team of multidimensional heroes that are like time cops, I guess, or time multiverse cops or whatever. It's run by President Superman. Who is the African American one? I can't remember his name. Calvin Ellis. Yeah. Um, Earth twenty three. Yeah, and they <laughs> just found a new world called something, some new world, and mm-hmm. they asked Barry to come along with them to join the crew to go and check out this new world, where they can t- figure out what they're going to do with it, like map it out, and so they have a little. He has a little thing with Wally where it's like, I'm going to go to go do multiverse stuff because I'm the first technically mm-hmm. and they I'm the best suited for this and Wally's like but who's going to be the flash and Barry and Barry uh, Barry's just like well you are Wally and then I got then I confused myself cuz the last thing I remember reading about Wally was he killed himself and a bunch of others uh, and a couple others including himself his past self when he was sort of a villain in the Heroes in Crisis Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm I'm not up to date. Yeah. I I don't know how. <sighs> I don't know how that all got resolved. Then, actually, <laughs> yeah, and then there, um, what was it? Uh, it was Wonder Woman. There's another Wonder Woman bit where they're on Themyscira and it's Hippolyta talking about Hippolyta talking about uh, Wonder Woman's gone. They need a new Wonder Woman. So they hold like a contest to make a new. They, yeah, they 
I knew there was a new Wonder Woman yeah, coming in. But into then this. well, mm-hmm. there's two. There's her and then there's Yara, who's from I guess another tribe out of Portugal or some South American place. I think that's her name. I read the first issue of her of her thing. Mm-hmm. So but apparently that's coming thing. But and I know there's a couple other ones I'm missing, but the two big things out of this was well there's three grifter well yeah there, okay there's two parts so there's one that's a big batman thing where uh there are, cops are at arc there's a there guys go like a, one of the guards is on the night shift and he's going through arkham and realizes the place has been gassed by joker gas mm-hmm. which kills bane bane's dead Wow. So, okay. Yeah, which was a big thing, and apparently there are new, the Bat Girls, or the the Girls of Bat, or some stupid name that's mm-hmm. run by Oracle and Batwoman. No, but by, by Huntress and Oracle, but it's two others girls that I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with. It's but pr- would it happen to be uh, Cassandra Kane and I thought it was um, spoiler and but there's someone there's well a new, spoiler yeah. yeah spoiler Stephanie Brown and uh, Cassandra Kane was one of the Batgirls once upon yeah. a time I think now she goes by the superhero name Orphan yeah uh, it's neither of them I think I don't oh, know okay. I'm not too familiar but apparently this sets off a whole riff because apparently there's this thing about Joker toxin now it's like oh these are too close together like he wouldn't do this or this isn't normal mm. which I guess Grifter is like watching over the Fox family wow some okay bringing Grifter in is interesting yeah so there's I'm and, so glad I I'm I'm not even kidding I'm so glad I only read like individual titles and don't worry about these great big huge uh, event comics because these are this is insane. Well, then on top of that, it turns mm. out that um, there's a new version of Scarecrow that might be behind the whole thing, and he's a he's weird looking, like. He has, like, a giant, like, straw hat, and, like, his needle hands are now, like, freaking huge, and he has, wears, like, a gas mask. Mm -hmm. It's no longer, like, a Scarecrow-esque. It's freaking weird. But then... Okay, I just looked up... uh, Hold on. I brought up a summary here. Let's see. It says, Infinite Frontier is a relaunch by the American comic book publisher DC Comics of its entire line of ongoing monthly superhero comic book titles in 2021. Infinite Frontier begins after the events of Dark Knight's Death Metal, Generations, which I don't even know what that story is, and Future State. The DC multiverse has expanded into a larger omniverse where everything is canon, while the DC universe is revealed to be a linear verse where all characters live even longer and it will still deal with the repercussions of DC Rebirth. The new multiverse has two opposites world, opposite worlds that sustain the balance. One is the Elf's, the Else world and the other is Earth Omega. I hate oh all of this. Oh my god. <laughs> this is all batshit insane so holy so the crap. end so the end of this issue which builds the whole thing is they the wonder woman comes back to the seven whatever 
Mm-hmm. And there's like another thing involving Shazam and Black Adam, but I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wonder Woman comes back and they're like, so are you convinced like the world is going to be a better place? And she's like, yeah, totally. And they're like, congratulations, you can join us. She's like, oh no, you think I'm going to miss out on all this fun? I'm heading back. And like becomes that, one... Uh... And this all comes out of, hang on, I'm looking at all the, because they also, this all comes out of Infinite Frontier number zero. Yes. Is that what you read? Okay. Yeah. Because I'm also looking at it here, and it looks like Infinite Frontier overall is kind of like Rebirth and New 52, where it's a title that they're going to slap on, because it looks like their titles are Action Comics Batman, Batman Urban Legends, Batman Superman, yep. Catwoman, Detective Joker. Comics, The Flash, Future State Gotham, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, jo- uh, The Joker, Justice League, Legends of the Dark Knight, Nightwing, Robin, Suicide Squad, Superman, Teen Titans Academy, Wonder Girl, and Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, there's a Teen Titans Academy, like basically a Young Avengers school, like a Titans uh, school thing that's happening, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. Because then at the end of this, they're like, oh, Wonder Woman leaves to go back to Earth and do superhero stuff. And the Seven are sitting there being like, oh, well, Wonder Woman should have stayed with us because if she knew of the real evil that she was hinting at, we we already entrapped it. And this new world that Barry is going to go e- explore is where we're going to trap him. And all of a sudden, this dark shadow is like, oh, you think you, you, think you trapped me? And kills them all. It's like, I am the... I will be the end of all. And it's dark side. It's fucking dark side. Mm-hmm. And it ruined. I'm just like, really another end. All so with that must dark be side? earth. Omega. That must be earth. Omega yes. that, um, uh, I just read about in this article. Okay. Yeah. Weird. And I'm just like, this is going to like, I'm so glad that the I hate majority, all of this. Yeah. The, <laughs> I'm so glad I've gone digital for the most part. I'll read like like I said before. I'll pick up one issues if I feel interested. But like, there's very few ongoing series that I'm into. I know I'm gonna pick up the first issue of Nonstop Spider-Man that comes out this week. Cause Ooh, I what's he- Nonstop Spider-Man? New Spider-Man series. Um, where apparently it's just action pack all the time. Nothing okay. new, just different sure, stories just, involving okay. Peter. Well, that's kind of what Spidey was. Yeah. Spidey was, uh, Spidey was geared a little bit younger, but it was still not bad. And then the week after this, the next week is, I think, was when Alien, their their Aliens line starts. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think the week after that is the first issue of Carnage, Red, White, and Blood. Or black, white, and blood, or whatever the hell it is. Like it's supposed to be like an extremely mature carnage story. Cool. That I'm just like, yeah. There's like, there's little tidbits, but I'm so glad I don't have like the thou the like the huge pull list that I used to have. Yeah, it's it's all mostly I'm reading back issues currently. Yeah, I'm I'm I still have, I I I still haven't picked up the rest. Of the started the main run of X of Swords. Um. Mm. Or I need to there's a, I need to get back onto the DC app and read some stuff out of there. Mainly yeah. death metal because I'm curious because they just sh- McFarlane just put out photos of the 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 Don the Dark Father uh, figure line. Yep, and actually I just saw the all the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League figures as well. Yes. Um, I don't love them all, but. 
I really, really like that dark side figure. The darks? I will say, as much as I've been ignoring and been very much annoyed by all the Zack Snyder Justice League stuff that's been coming out, mm-hmm. there was one trailer, there was a trailer that it was on before uh, uh, like an episode of Impractical Jokers I was watching where they were pumping the mm-hmm. Justice League. And they showed Darkseid. I'm like, he doesn't look too bad. He looks like Darkseid. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Darkseid, so it works. You know? Uh-huh. Mm. Well, this week, I did start doing something super-duper nerdy. Touching yourself with your left hand. Uh, I do that anyway, for whatever oh. reason. Um, <laughs> even though I'm right-handed. Um... No, uh, <laughs> you put you put you put uh, eyes you googly eyes with off. with glasses. <laughs> googly, <laughs> no, I um, I don't know how long I'll keep up with it. Probably not super long, but I've been watching because I've been watching so much Star Trek lately, um, and because the Klingons obviously are a big oh part yeah, of, <laughs> I. <laughs> Had a vague memory in my head of doesn't that language app Duolingo like <laughs> teach you Klingon if you want? So I downloaded Duolingo and sure enough, you can learn Klingon, um, which is a super duper nerdy. Like I said, two, uh, I'm kind of fascinated with the idea of created languages like Klingon was one of the first if not the first completely created fictional language but Dothraki also exists and uh, a couple others that I can't think of off the top of my head so um yeah it's it's weird I like I said I don't know how long I'll stick with it but I'm giving it a shot. Long, long enough to do for... uh, long enough to do a podcast episode of a of a very erotic romance novel in Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, <clears throat> if they ever teach me any of the naughty words in Klingon, so far I've just learned. Um, oh God, my pronunciation is going to be horrible. But so far, you just learn stuff like sentence structure and. Um, some words like some basic words like uh be which is women and uh poo which is children uh you know um i can't off the top of my head it's you know they do weird sentence structures yeah. like if if it was uh wharf and mara respect kless it would be uh er, Kless. Uh, oh shoot, I just forgot the word for. Anyway, it's. Um, I've only been doing it a couple days. It's still trying to sink in. But when I'm on the app, I'm doing all right. I still get some stuff wrong. But we'll see how long I stick with it. Eventually, maybe I'll be able to come on here and say a full sentence in Klingon. <laughs> I want you to go like toy hunt. I want us to go toy hunting sometime, and you just try to have, speak fluent Klingon to someone. Oh my god! <laughs> well, like apparently all the WalMarts now are having uh, tar- the they have Target exclusive shredders out 
not Walmart exclusive, not Target exclusives. Walmart has like apparently those shadow, uh, super shadows. Oh, the uh, shadow super. I haven't seen that uh, not yet. Anyway, um, it's. It, I mean, I still don't own any NECA uh, turtles, but I was looking at them like, man, I might have to get a shredder. <laughs> yeah, super shredder. All right. Well, uh, okay. Before we before we start mm-hmm. with with this, I have to say one thing. Okay. Uh, because I had to watch it at the very beginning of the day, and I already saw people being extremely all over the place with this. A lot of people being super pissed about it, mm-hmm. and as much I love the how they did the season finale of Wanda, I do have some complaints about it. Sure. But I feel that a lot of people are mad because a lot of their uh, predictions just didn't happen. And I can understand oh, if you're yeah. a little it's... irritated by it, but a lot of people were just like straight up like, fuck this. They just ruined everything. And I'm just like, it's wow. It's the same thing. I saw a tweet about this the other day where the mystery box is sort of impacting the way people watch stuff because I actually think that's the same problem a lot of people ultimately ended up having with the sequel trilogy in Star Wars where they all had their own fan theories and then they didn't pan out and people got mad. Yeah, and that's exactly what it felt here because I Mm. really enjoyed Mm -hmm. how this played out. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm like, I'm like, honestly, this, I like of all the things I did think of, yeah, it would have been cool if this thing happened, didn't sure. ruin my enjoyment. And I actually think it worked out really well for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I actually was thinking about it. And of course, everybody through most of the series, including us at a couple points thought that maybe there was an outside influence here. Like maybe Mephisto was involved or something like that. Or and multiverse and stuff like that. But no, yeah, and ultimately uh, by the end of the series, uh, I think it's better that it wasn't because that's not what this story was about. About. Yeah, like it would have overshadowed what this story was about if they introduced the multiverse or if, you know, there was that whole thing where everybody for like a week was certain that uh, Monica's contact was Reed Richards. And yeah. it's like, no, because then this whole show would have become, oh, my God, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Which... And, uh, yeah. And I mean, I know with a lot of the uh, the same thing is going to happen, I'm pretty sure, with Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. I... We'll talk about Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier and what I hope for Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier. Yeah, but but besides that, um, this was a struggle. I rewatched it last night with my dad and mom because mm. he didn't see it yet, and we'll get into it about my mm. complaints. But by the end, the first time around, one of the scenes I like you said you got teary eyed. Mm-hmm. I was freaking almost bawling at one point. Just, yeah. just because of how well I think it put it in in if you put it in like a space by itself, it was sure. beautiful. But then you look at the grand scheme of everything else, and you're like, eh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I feel the same thing. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. But basically, yeah, this episode, um, I also have a few complaints with it. But overall, it was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> 
one of my major complaints is that it it leaves some things because WandaVision is a series I feel like it should have been a little more closed than it right. ended up being but it, it all ended but also because it's part of the MCU it, it is open ended yeah. because the story goes on It's like come so, on you really think they were going to just put an end on this No no but yeah. I think it l- did leave me with a slight feeling of dissatisfaction so uh Yeah so I'm, I don't want to go through the whole thing. That would take too long. I want to say I really liked um, when the white vision comes in and <laughs> it just Wanda obviously is like, oh, my God, vision, it's you. And he starts to crush her skull. <laughs> that was actually kind of brutal. The first point with like the first image of it when he yeah. puts the second hand, it kind of looks like it's squished in a little. Yeah. Uh, but then the whole Vision versus White Vision, ba- Wanda's created Vision versus White Vision battle was pretty awesome, especially when they both kept uh, dematerializing yeah. at different points and punching through each other and everything. The White Vision design is awesome. The, I fucking love, I'm really glad I stuck with a White Vision um yep because it's it's such a just a clean design and that from the way they ended it mm-hmm. um it made it feel like obviously because they have that whole conversation at the end of their fight about the ship of theseus yeah i and liked that a lot it's really good like and basically um, wanda's vision uh materialized vision is like no you are the vision you are just being kept away f- like all his memories are in your protocol they're well, just being kept even, away from you i think it's even more than that i think the whole discussion is sort of about what makes you you, you where yeah. like wanda's created vision wanda's vision uh we'll call him hex vision i guess that's the yeah. easiest way to say it. hex vision is like i am vision you know the the whole ship of theseus thing being if you replace all of the boards is it that still, have rotted, the, ship is it still the ship of theseus and furthermore if you restore the original boards and take out the rot and then rebuild the ship is that the ship of Theseus? And it's like, no, they both are and they both aren't. And so the point here is neither one of these is vision, but they're also both vision because hex vision has, he's all new material, but he has like the emotion and the personality of vision. But white vision is all the original materials, but he doesn't have the quote unquote rot, which in this, isn't really rot it's a metaphor for you all the original stuff all the original material the rot is kind of the memory of the voyage that the ship had been on so white vision doesn't have the memories so they're kind of both not vision and then it also raises the question (laughs) because hex vision unlocks white vision's data he says you know the data is there but just because he has the data does he have the memory like does that white vision now remember what all that stuff felt like or is it like watching footage of something that happened to somebody else i think that's what it's going to come down to is the um Mm. 
he has the memories, but he recalls them differently and it plays more like a movie for him. Right, he doesn't have the... Um, I, I'm wondering if... Because he just kind of pieces out after he gets yeah, all that data. Out, yeah, he's out, yeah. He just says, I am the Vision, and he flies away. But I'm wondering if the next time he and Wanda cross paths, if he'll have the emotional memory or just the literal memory. <laughs> you know what I, I think mean? he's just going to have the literal memory because I think <clears throat> we talked about this last week. Um, the, because the white vision when introduced in the comics is kind of the same concept mm -hmm. where he's like, I have all these memories, but I do not remember you and I'm not your dad. Like, I, like I not know your lover. Yeah. I'm not your lover. I, <laughs> not yeah, your dad. I'm not your, da <laughs> not your daddy. Yeah. Oh, daddy. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah. So I feel like that is a, that's going to play a huge part into mm -hmm. I'm assuming a second series that's not going to be called WandaVision, but probably something else. Probably could be called, like, Scarlet Witch or something. Yeah. But then we get, like, that fight between Agatha and and Wanda. A lot which, of that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the whole, like, basically Agatha telling her, like, you have no idea what mm -hmm. you've done, and then unlocks one of the women. This was actually kind of... Tells her, well, she tells her, you know, there's the whole chapter in the dark hold yeah. about you. You're supposed to be even stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. The Scarlet Witch is supposed to destroy the world. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do spells. Like, I don't know anything you're talking about. And Agatha's like, oh, yeah? Well, and I think it's important that Agatha says something about you have the power, but you don't have the knowledge. Yeah. Which plays into the after credits scene, but yeah. we can talk about that later. But then it's very kind of chilling how she just unleashes first she Dottie. She everybody. Well, first Dottie, which is just mm -hmm. terrifying because she's like, do you, I just want to see my kid. She's locked away. You want her to be best friends with your kids? Just let her any, out. She could, she could play any role that the you bully? want. Yeah. I just want to see my kid. Well, and Wanda doesn't even, because at this point, Wanda has kind of fessed up to the, she's realized what's happened. She's fessed up a little bit to the fact that this is all her fault, but then faced with the fact that she is actively hurting these people, she says that it's got to be a trick yeah. on Agatha's part. And then Agatha goes, Oh no, they're just, your these are puppets. your meat puppets. I cut the string. And then she unleashes Deborah Joe Rupp's character. She unleashes everybody. And one of them says something about, uh, I think it's the mailman is like, I am exhausted. Yeah. And then somebody else says like, when we go to sleep, we don't have our own dreams. We, we have your dreams. have your nightmares. Yeah. And then she like. And then Deborah Joe Rupp's character is like, if you're not going to let us go, just kill us. Well, that was after, that was after uh, Wanda finally, just all the emotions welled up and she chokes everybody by accident. Oh yeah, she accidentally realizing. just puts a choking spell on everybody. Yeah, and then that her character is like, if you're not going to let us go, then let us die. Yeah, and Agatha says something about, which is, all of this is also very interesting about Agatha because obviously Agatha's, an antagonist here she obviously wants um all of wanda's power for herself she wants to absorb it yeah but she isn't wrong either because she's, not. she's like hey why don't you you know heroes don't what's stopping you heroes don't torture people you know yeah. and, and then, then she, 
she like lets them all go, but in the process of opening the hex, Vision the and her kids Vision start, start to disintegrate. Yeah, and Agatha's like, and Agatha's like, see, you've intertwined your family to this world, so you cannot mm-hmm. live with one without the other. Mm-hmm. And so they have their whole big battle. Uh, Wanda traps Agatha using the runes, just like Agatha did to Wanda. Uh, well, Agatha trick or blah, 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 blah. Wanda tricks Agatha, like shoves all her power supposedly into Agatha, who then can't cast any spells because of the runes. And Wanda then gets all the power back, becomes and absorbs the all Witch. of Ag- yeah, yeah, absorbs all of Agatha's powers and puts on that very very nice outfit. Yep, the very very nice uh, Scarlet Witch outfit. And then also, tell, and Agatha even says like twice in the series when she's like, she's like, you don't know what you've just done. I think, and again, Agatha is is not going about everything the best way, but I also get the feeling from the writing and from Catherine Hahn's performance is that Agatha is genuinely afraid of what wanda is capable of oh yeah totally what wanda like she believes the chapter in the dark hold that says wanda is supposed to destroy the world yeah and after she's after the whole after she takes all her power and she's like you have no idea what you've just unleashed you have no control over what you're doing and wanda just looks at her like it's like no i'm pretty sure i know what i'm doing and you're just going to be stuck here and play the role that you want to be a nosy turns neighbor. turns her back into Agnes to live in Westview. By but, herself. <laughs> but with the promise that she's going to come back because she goes, you, 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 you have no idea how to you use have no this. Idea. You're going to need me. Yeah. And Wanda says, well, I'll know where to find you. <laughs> yeah. And then she turns her into a- Agnes, who then is just spending the whole time hitting on Wanda. Oh, <laughs> yeah. did I leave the furnace on, or is that just you, hot <laughs> stuff? <laughs> and then when that's all happening, we have, like, the little bit with Monica mm. and Ray Boner. Ralph? <laughs> Ralph Boner. Boner. <laughs> Ralph Boner. Everyone was that's so mad track. about that. Everyone was so mad. I thought that was a great play. I loved it. Everyone's part, that they got everybody so worked up that this was... Peter from the X-Men universe. Yeah. Nope. He's just But they also remember Agnes said for the whole series that her husband's name was Ralph. Yeah. (laughs) So when that makes sense because Monica's like, she's trapped in Agatha's house Mm -hmm. and and she's like going through. Your name is Ralph Boner. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) Boner. Boner. Which is also what a name of a, character in family matters uh growing pains growing pains yeah boner was uh was kirk cameron's like best friend yeah boner here's something i don't understand and we're gonna get into this yes please (laughs) and i don't understand it i don't think in the long run i'm gonna care but i have to ask i don't understand monica's powers at all her in this episode she sees where the power is coming from like how ralph boner is being controlled by agatha she like sees the necklace and she rips that off but then when she's outside and hayward is oh yeah hayward they all get into the hex and hayward is about to shoot the kids and monica jumps in front 
and turns into jelly and it's, it's it's she's bending light which i don't understand how that can slow bullets but whatever yeah that's all weird um I love when Darcy comes in and just <laughs> nails Hayward's car and just says, have fun in prison. And then that's all we get of her. <laughs> she pieces out. Yeah, because she says, uh, what, it, what is it? She says, uh, debriefs are for the week. Yeah. <laughs> but then we, and then we get into like the main crux of the, well, here's, here's where my, and we talked about this and mm-hmm. we both kind of agree. So, Want, finally, Wanda goes home with Vision and the kids, puts the mm-hmm. kids to bed, gives this whole speech, and be like, thank you for choosing me to be your mom. And yep. her and Vision, uh. ugh, her, her and Vision have that extremely heartwarming moment while the hex is closing, which I cried. Like, yep. I was oh, just yeah. Like, yeah, I was just like, because you, it's like, oh, God, she's losing Vision for a third time. Yeah, well, and it's all, I love his little thing about, First of all, he goes, huh, I've been uh, a voice without a body. A body. I've been a body, but not a yeah. person. And I've been... Uh, and now I've been a memory. A memory made real. Yeah. I wonder what I'll be next. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, great. oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and their whole thing about... Uh, he goes, uh, what am I? And she basically breaks it down <laughs> to... She's yeah. like, you are my sadness and my hope. And, and you're, most of all, you're my love. Yeah, and, and it's just like, and then it's just the, the dramatic, like, until we meet again. Like, yep. it's just like, okay, uh, too much. Bye, da- but, so long, darling. Yeah, but then, like, she, like, everything's back to normal in terms of, like, the hex is gone. Mm-hmm. And everyone's hanging out in the square. And she goes up to Monica, and she's like, they all hate me. And it's like, if only they knew what you sacrificed her. I'm like, um... Let's take a moment here. Well, Let's take a moment here. There's a couple things it. here because yeah, she also acknowledges because Monica says they'll never know. They're all rightfully all mad at her. Yes, and very Monica much mad. does say they'll never know what you sacrificed for them, which she did. She sacrificed. She did True. own up and sacrifice her family. But they're not going. But then think she also that. acknowledges it. It wouldn't make a difference. It wouldn't change how they see me. Which yeah. again. Rightfully so. Yeah, like, very much. She didn't mean to hurt. She didn't mean to create the hex. Yeah. And for a while, she didn't know what was going on. But by episode five, she was pretty much aware that she was keeping this fake reality alive. And yes. that is where it became not good. Is <laughs> she elected to keep it going? And... You can say she didn't know she was causing everybody harm. She thought, we know from earlier, she thought she was keeping them all safe and happy. She didn't know that they were all tortured. Or that but she had, still... or she kidnapped all the kids and put them somewhere else. Right. That still doesn't excuse the fact that when she became aware she was holding an entire town hostage, she elected to keep doing it. Yes. And then. The the line where Monica looks at at Wanda and's like if I she's like she's like if I, I if I had the same your powers I would do the same thing I to see my mom and I'm like what so mad yeah. yeah it's like what are you so talking mad. about <laughs> <laughs> I was 
Ah, uh, and then, well, and then Wanda just pieces out. Yeah. Which, I mean, no one can technically stop her. Right. Who? Exactly. Like, who was going to stop her? But at the same time. But like the show, the, like the show is made the the whole ending bit where she goes away. It's supposed to make you feel like there she goes. She's gonna make this world right. And I'm like, um, she's a fugitive now, and you're just letting her go. And no one's called Doctor Strange to maybe try and take care of this. I think. Well, uh, yeah, I have a whole kind of theory to this. Yeah the the fact that she just kind of pieces out at the end with no. Excuse me. Repercussions. I think we'll eventually see more of that later on down the line. But that's what I was talking about when I felt like it left a little bit open-ended. Yeah. Um, well, and, and I think depending how they play this, I think that's what they kind of wanted this to be. Is mm-hmm. Because as Agatha stated, he, like, heroes don't torture yeah. people and, like... This right. and this could be the extent of Wanda might go nuts now. I don't think she will, and we can talk about that because yeah. the the mid credits scene I don't care as much about. It's Ugh. a scroll, a scroll being like Nick Fury wants to talk to you up Nick in Fury space. Fury wants you, Monica. Who yeah, cares? Ugh, yeah, I didn't care. The the end credits scene I think actually points to maybe Wanda really is trying to get herself under control and get the knowledge because Agatha did say your problem isn't power. Your problem is knowledge. Isn't lack of power. It's lack of knowledge. But going through the dark hold is a kind of a little, sure. Uh, the dark hold could pose a problem and we could see that. But, um, I think the fact that at the end she is a out in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, kind of like yeah. Banner was when he was trying to get control of the Hulk. I think that points to she's trying to keep herself away from people so she doesn't hurt anybody. Right. Yeah. I think going through the dark hold, yeah, the dark hold could end up being a problem, maybe. But I think she's trying to learn what she is and what she can do. Because I don't think she wants to destroy the world. I think she's trying to figure out how it is she's supposed to destroy the world. And then when the kids start yelling for help. Yeah. She seems very surprised that they're not dead. I yeah. think she didn't expect. I was surprised to hear their voices. I was I too. Just were, like what? I thought they were gone, gone. In the well, fact that they're. It kind of makes sense considering with she's like when she closes off the hex mm-hmm. with Agatha in it, and Agatha disappears. Mm. So I'm assuming that in because they said once a spell is cast you can't alter it or you can't sure. fix their stuff and you, it can't disappear. So my, I am assuming that she thinks well, she took the that she hex got apart. rid of her. Yeah. But no, that's what she thinks she did. Where in, I think in mm. actuality, she threw, made it into like a mini verse, like mm. a pocket universe. and doesn't realize it. Yeah. So the kids are out there somewhere. So I don't expect her to go 
Especially since this whole series just explored the idea of what happens if Wanda loses control of herself. I don't expect the next Wanda story to be what happens if Wanda loses control of herself again. Well, <laughs> you know what so, I mean? the, yeah, oh, well, I'm wondering, and this is all part of, like, how fan speculation goes out of control. Sure. Because I think the other issue with a lot of this, and a lot of people being mad, was every new... Compared to a lot of stuff, this got way more traction than a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. every news, every nerd news outlet just kept throwing everything out. Mm -hmm. And it was even mentioned by somebody from Marvel that the that WandaVision and Spider-Man 3 are tied to in some way to Doctor Strange. Yep. Um, so I'm curious if she actually shows up in Doctor Strange, probably for like a brief bit. She does. She's yeah. already confirmed to be in the movie. Yeah, so I'm curious yeah. if she's gonna like run into Strange and maybe they fight a little bit or something. Because Strange doesn't really know what's going on. I don't know. There's a lot of speculation. Regardless, yeah. I, I can't wait until Falcon and Winter Soldier, so we start this all up again because WandaVision hope... was probably the most fun I've had with a series. Oh, totally. I loved WandaVision. My hope for Falcon and the Winter Soldier is that it is a little more straightforward than right. WandaVision was. Um, has less of that mystery box aspect and is just kind of a straight... Not necessarily... Partly because of what we talked about where with the mystery box always gets people having their own fan theories and getting mad in the end. But also because I just feel like maybe Falcon in the Winter Soldier leans itself more towards a sort of straight up action thriller yeah. versus a weird mystery, mystical arts show yeah i i think that's will play into it in terms like i think that's what's gonna help it because mm -hmm. with wandavision you have everyone speculating it's like well because there's magic involved all these doors can open to for whatever yeah. possibilities whereas yeah falcon winter soldier it should be pretty linear of yeah, what exactly is gonna like... be happening not that you can't throw surprises in there, obviously, but I think for the most part, the show, what I would hope it would be was, here is the mission, here's what, um, well, a little bit like what uh, uh, Winter Soldier was, yeah. and this is Falcon in the Winter Soldier, but Winter Soldier had some surprises, like obviously we found out Robert Redford's character was the bad guy all along kind of thing, yeah, and, and that S.H.I.E.L.D. was actually Hydra, but for the most part, that is a straightforward story, you know? Yeah, so unless Aram Zola is hiding somewhere again in a computer screen, another computer screen. <laughs> no, no, Daniel Bruhl is back, Baron yeah. Zemo, baby. <laughs> yeah, um, did you see the hot toys of Wanda and Vision from WandaVision? Nope. <sighs> Only saw the pop figures. Well, they, they just announced today that they made a Marvel Legends Wanda in her Scarlet Witch outfit. Nice. Not part of a Build-A-Figure from the looks of mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, I kind of want it. Um, but then mm. they put out the Hot Toys Wanda and Vision. And I'm just like, I kind of want them. <laughs> my nitpick, my one little nitpick with that Wanda costume. I the wish crown? It wasn't so damp. No, I wish it wasn't so dark. <laughs> She's I, the Scarlet I, Witch, not yes. the Maroon Witch. 
I kind of didn't like the little crown thing. I'm like, I'm like, you need to go all out. Either get rid of it or make it bigger. <laughs> no, I like it the size it is. I like that part. I, I just wish it was... It's a nitpick. It's a cool-looking yeah. costume. I just wish it was a little bit not maroon. <laughs> yeah, make it actually red. Mm-hmm. Make it redder, yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah wow. ne- <clears throat> by next episode, we'll, I'll... I will have hopefully read some more comics. We'll have mm-hmm. South Park to talk about. Well, as of we record this, we're ten days from Falcon or ten days from uh, Godzilla vs Kong, and eleven days from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and ten days from Zack Snyder's Justice League. Or Godzilla vs. Wait, what day is Godzilla vs Kong? The nineteenth or eighteenth. It's either the 18th or the 9th. Hang on. It's... No, wait. No, Zack Snyder's Justice League is the 18th. Godzilla vs. Kong has got pushed, didn't it? It got pushed to the end of the month. Okay, that's right. Godzilla yeah. vs. Kong is later on in the Let's month. Let's see. I, I'm just gonna... Zack Snyder's Justice League is 10 days, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier is 11 days, and Godzilla vs. Kong is the 20... Godzilla vs. Kong is almost three hours? Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I I've, I know I said I I was Godzilla vs. Kong yeah. is the following week, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah, so that means I have to sneak in all four all three of those films before I see that. Hell yeah. And then still contemplating getting drunk and watching Justice League before the <laughs> Zack Snyder four hour Don't cut. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do we it. We need the... content that people want us to listen to wanna listen that, to from I know. Us. The thing with the good thing about Zack Snyder's Justice League is it is broken up into six chapters, so you have what? places that you can pause. True, but at the same time, I'm like, why? <laughs> That's a weird number of chapters for a yeah. four-hour. Mo- yeah, it's weird. <laughs> the it's whole like, thing's weird. Yeah, I don't get it, but whatever. I don't either. Oh shit. But, but it's coming yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll have that- comics and we'll have more stuff to talk about. Oh, we always do. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, fucking... I might have to... I was talking with a friend of mine the other night because she hadn't watched any of WandaVision. She's like, she's like, no, I'm a completely normal person who doesn't go outside and just binges through all of WandaVision. <laughs> and now I cry. <laughs> you should go over there and watch it with her. She's in San Diego. Oh, well, jagging that doesn't jagging help. Jagging I was going to say, you... <laughs> say, you could watch it all again. Only yes. the lady. Yeah. <laughs> As one oh, tear strolled down my eyes. <laughs> one oh, day. God. Well, that's a good place to leave it. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.